Paul gave only this message, and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 203. <laughs> Zimmerana karate chale chaloto Manjila kuda mila jati hai yahi sandesha deta Havayahi sekalati hai Simmerana karate chale chaloto Manjila kuda mila jati hai Chala fareva ke kile ikadina Dunia mehide jate hai Chala fare bake kile ikadina dunia me de jate re toki di verderataka kabina hi tikapati Re toki di verderataka kabinahi tekapati he Simmaranakarate chale chaloto manjela kuda mila jati he Kirpalayahi sandeshadeta Havayahi sekalate Simmaranakarate chale chaloto Manjila kuda mila jati Itane sare papa satame, itane sare papi he, itane sare papa satame, itane sare papi he, kirpata kata teri ho. Sabakabara utati he Kirpata kataterri jeho Sabakabara utati he Simmaranakarate chale chaloto Manjila kuda mila jati hai yahi sandesha deta Havayahi sekalati hai Simmaranakarate chale chaloto 
Manjilakuda milajati he na koiveri nahi begana jobi he saba apana he na koiveri nahi begana Jobi hai saba apna hai Ek nur se saba jaga upajo Guru vani batalati hai Ek nur se saba jaga upajo Guru vani batalati hai Simran karte chale chaloto manjila kuda mila jati hai yahi sandesha deta hava yahi sekalati hai Simranakarate chale chaloto Manjilakuda milajati he Guru Kirpala tu mariyongali Tamraki he jisanebi Guru Kirpala tu mari ungali Tamraki he jisanebi Usakeyaga Kirpala kala kapata Uramota gabarati he Ajayb kirpala to mangala mapi Ajayb kirpala to mangala mapi Jejindari sukachati he Simranakarate chale chaloto Manjila kuda mila jati hai yahi sandesha deta Hava yahi sikalati hai Simran karate chale chaloto Manjila kuda milajati hai. Paul gave only this message, and even the wind also teaches us this. If you keep walking while doing the Simran, the destination comes to you by itself. And our second bhajan is a bhajan of Master Kirpal Singh's on page 277. O Sawan, come sometime, come sometime. After coming, rehabilitate my deserted world. You are not near me. Who would listen to my story? O Sawan, if you would come sometime, you would hear it from me. At least tell me, 
To whom could I tell my story except you? After coming, rehabilitate my deserted world. Youth is in full blossom, and the night is full of moonlight. O oh, Samhain, why did you forget those talks of love? When you have initiated the love with me, now maintain it till the end. After coming, rehabilitate my deserted world. In your remembrance, my eyes have shed hundreds of tears. The sighs have erupted storms in my heart. After coming, make my weeping heart laugh. O oh, Samhain, come sometime, come sometime. O oh, Samhain, come sometime, come sometime. After coming, rehabilitate my deserted world. A bhajan of Master Kripal Singh's on page 277. Savan kabia ho kabia ho kabia ho Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao Savan kabia ho kabia ho kabia ho Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao Tuma pasanahi konasune meri kahani Savan kabia otosuno meri javani Tuma pasanahi konasune meri kahani Sawan kabia otosuno meri javani Me teri siva kisu kokahuye to batao Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao Sawan kabia ho kabia ho kabia ho Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao Jovan pejavani heyor chodani rate Tuma bulgaye savan kyo piara ki bate Jovan pejavani heyor chodani rate Tuma bulgaye savan kyo piara ki bate Jaba prit lagaye to abato danibao Ujadi hui dunia hakoneri ake basao 
Sahan kabia ho, kabia ho, kabia ho. Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao. Ako neteri adme sahu ashk bahae. Ahone mere sine me tufane utae. Ahone teri adme sahu ashk bahae. Ahone mere sine me tufane utae. Rote hue hirde komere ake hasao. Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao. Sawan kabia ho, kabia ho, kabia ho. Ujadi hui dunia komeri ake basao. O Sawan, come sometime, come sometime. After coming, rehabilitate my deserted world. A reminder, in two weeks, Saturday, October 8th, there'll be a one-day meditation retreat celebrating the founding of Sampani Ashram. Forty-two years ago, on October 11th, 1963, Master Kripal Singh came here for the first time and named this place an ashram. All initiates are welcome to attend any of the scheduled meditation sittings and satsangs. Schedules are available at the book table in the big house. And local initiates who plan to take any meals at the ashram are requested to please let us know. There's a sign-up sheet at the book table. This first reading is a walk-talk that took place in Rajasthan with Sanchi in January, well, on January 27th, 1980. It was printed in the November-December 2002 Sampani magazine under the title, Master Helps the Disciple Always. And Sanchi begins by asking, do you like sitting here? And the disciples laugh, and no one says anything, and Sanchi continues and says, yes, you can ask any questions you want. No one asks any questions, and Sanchi continues, saying, it's not, impa- it's not important that you should only ask questions. You can talk about anything, any loving things. And still, no one responds, so Sanchi continues, and he asks, he's really searching, how much snow is there in New Hampshire? 
this is a reminder, it is going to come. How much snow is there in New Hampshire or in Boston? And someone answers, only two or three inches when we left. It's been a very warm winter so far. And someone else says, it's much warmer here with Sanchi. We'd love to be in Sanchi's presence forever. And Sanchi says, fortunate are the souls who have the desire to live in the contact of the saint. Fareed Saab said, if you will give up the bad company and go in the good company, it will be a brave thing. And if you will go in the good company, you will get much honor in this world as well as in the world beyond. And then a disciple says, I brought the bad company with me. And Sanchi laughs and says, Kabir Saab said, when you go to see the master, you should not take anything with you. You should not worry about the past and you should not worry about the future either. Whatever will happen in the future, that is supposed to happen. What does it mean to not carry anything when we go to see the master? It means that we should not carry lust, anger, greed, attachment, or egoism. And we should not worry about the past or the future. Because whenever we go to see the master, it is all beneficial for us. Someone says, the last time I was here, you said that you and Master Kripal were together previously and that we were all there also. What did you mean when you said that? Were you sitting in a group with Master Kripal like we would? And Sanchi replies, it would be better if you go inside and see what the situation was in our previous association. I cannot describe how we were together. It's just like giving sugar to a dumb man. As Kabir Saab has said, if you give sugar to a dumb man and ask him how it tastes, he cannot describe its sweetness. And then someone asks, Master, I have trouble sometimes keeping my diary. My mind works against me. If I'm tired, I think I'll start fresh tomorrow. And I was wondering if you could say a few words as inspiration to help me. And Sanchi says, Master Kripal has instructed us to keep the diary. And he used to say that it is a very important thing. It is only because of our mind that we don't feel like keeping the diary. You know that mind is our enemy and he will never want you to do things which go against him. So that is why mind will ask you, what is the need of keeping the diary when master knows everything about your meditation? What is the need to put down all your faults when master, who is all conscious, knows about all these things? But still, you should not obey your mind. Whenever you sit down to write your diary, Presenting many excuses, your mind will tell you not to do that because he knows that if you will maintain the diary, it means that you will remember the faults which you have done and then you will think about doing better the next day. 
So that is why mind doesn't like you to keep a record of the faults, because mind is afraid that you will remove those faults. Mind will present many excuses to keep you away from writing the diary, but that is not a good thing. Keeping the diary is also good for your own self. If you keep the diary, you will know about your day-to-day -day life, and you will know why you didn't meditate on a certain day, what faults you have, why you are not progressing in meditation, and how far you have gone in meditation. The diary will always keep you aware of your day-to-day -day life, so it is good to keep the diaries for your own self. And then someone asks, in terms of the diary, what day is today? Which day of the week is today? And Papu replies, today is Sunday. Someone else asks, Sanchi, I would like to have you say something to help us about how long we can work against the mind with no hope for reward. With no hope for reward. And Sanchi replies, until we free our soul from the clutches of mind. Because as long as we are in the realm of mind, we have to face it. Mind is such a thing that he will create one or another obstacle for you. Master always extends all feasible help to the disciple. He also helps him achieve the desires of the mind up to a certain extent. But mind is such a thing that he will create more desires, and in that way he will force you to work against him more and more. The disciple says, from my experience, I've seen that it is only the master who can help us fight against our mind. And Sanchi says, this is true. There is no doubt that the master always helps. Just now, I said that Master always helps the disciple in all things. From behind the curtain, Master always helps the disciple to fight the mind. The disciple doesn't know how much help he is getting from the Master to fight against the mind. Sometimes he feels, and sometimes he even witnesses, that he was able to fight against the mind in a certain matter only with the grace and help of the Master. But this is true, that it is only the Master who always helps the disciple to fight against the mind. Master Kripal used to say, the Masters come only to help the disciples. Someone says, we were talking about Kabir's poem, the Anurag Sagar, which I believe you, Sanchi, were going to translate. In this poem, why did Kal want to leave Satpurush in his abode, in that paradise? He was such a devoted disciple. Why would he ever want to leave Satpurush? And Sanchi says, It was the wish of Kal. In one of his writings, Swamiji Maharaj has written that Kal tells Satpurush, I don't like the creation which you have created. Allow me to make a creation of my own. And the disciple says, and once Kal had his universe, then he had no one to play with. So God had to give him souls, and that's all of us. Why were we chosen? What did we do to come here in this place, 
It's such a mystery. And Sanji replies, in his writing, Swamiji Swamiji Maharaj has written a dialogue between the soul and the oversoul. In that dialogue, the soul asks God, or the Shabd, why the souls were sent into this world and why they had to suffer all these things, why they were given to Kal, why God created Kal, since all these things were created in God's will. Swamiji Maharaj has written that when the soul asks such questions, Satpurush or Shabd replies, I have created Kal in my will, and I have done that knowingly. He is one of my beloved sons, and I created him in my own will. Without Kal, it was very difficult for me to keep all the souls in my control. There should be some dreadful or some fearful element to keep the souls in control. When the negative power asked for the boon of creating another creation, and when he asked for the souls, the souls were given to him. And at that time, the souls didn't know that Kal was going to put them through all these sufferings. But there was one soul who had this doubt, and he asked Satpurush, Suppose the negative power gives us troubles and sufferings. What is the way for us to come back to our real home? How will we be released from the sufferings created by the negative power? <clears throat> so Satpurush replied, He has promised me that he will not give any sufferings, but if he does, he will bring you into the human body at least once after you have completed the cycle of 84 locks, births, and deaths. I will also come in the human form, and those souls who want to go back home will come in my contact. I will take them back home. So all this was created in the will of Satpurush. Satpurush has done this. It was up to him to choose us. Whatever is happening is all in the will of God. We cannot question the will of God. Everything has happened in his will. That is why the souls who get the human form and who have the longing to go back home meet God. No matter where they are born, still they are dragged to the master soul, even if he is living across the oceans. If they have the longing to go back to God, they are definitely brought in contact with the Master. Whereas the souls who are deluded by the negative power, who don't want to go back, and who have no idea how much they have suffered or how much more they have to suffer, they never believe in the Master souls. Even if the Master lives in the same town or same country, or even if they are born in the same family, Still, they will never come in contact with that master soul, and they will never take advantage of his presence on this earth. And in that way, they will never go back to God, because they don't have the longing to go back home. The souls who get initiation and who are put on the path are very fortunate ones. For them, it is decided in Sachkhand 
that they will be brought back to Sachkhand. When the soul is going through all the sufferings, and when the soul cries for God's help, God always hears the cry, and he always helps the souls. So when they get the human form, they are brought in the company of the masters, and they are given initiation. And those who are supposed to go back to Sachkhand, only they are chosen by God to come in the company of the master and get initiation. And only they get initiation. <clears throat> Tulsi Saab has written that even the sinners have wealth, sons, wives, and property. Oh, Tulsi, the association with the saint is very gracious. And it can be had only if God is gracious. Up until now, the souls who have reached Sachkhand have never said that they reached Sachkhand with their own efforts or because they were clever or because they worked hard, because they know that the souls alone cannot do anything. They always express their gratitude toward the Master because they know that they have been able to reach Sachkhand only with the grace of the Master. That is why all the Master's souls and all the souls who have reached Sachkhand have sung the praises of their Master with their every single breath. <coughs> and this next talk is another walk talk from the same group. This talk took place on January 31st, 1980 and was printed under the title Love is the Language of God. <clears throat> and the, this, the questioner asks, if our plane crashed on the way over here and all the people were to die, what condition would the souls be in then? as compared to the plane crashing on the way back to America. And Sanchi replies, No matter in what condition the soul leaves the body, master power always will protect that soul, and that soul will be liberated. You should not think like this. You should never think that master will not protect the souls if they leave the body in a plane crash or some accident like that. But I will tell you that you should never think of such accidents. You should always pray to Master that those who are taking this holy trip, they should go back to their homes easily and safely with Master's grace. If a crash were to happen, just imagine what will happen to us. Those who are praying for you all day and night, what will happen to them? Because, dear ones, if you are unhappy, or if you have any problems, I also have those problems. As Guru Gobind Singh has said, if my dear ones are unhappy, I am also unhappy. I think that you should never have this type of wish. Instead, you should pray to Master that you may never be involved in such types of accidents. The time and cause of death for everyone is predetermined, and a person will leave the body in those circumstances. 
People do not always necessarily leave the body during a plane crash. Many people die even when they are living in living safely and happily in their homes and villages. Many people die in car and train accidents. The time and cause of death is predetermined. During the Second World War, when Hitler was progressing everywhere, people were sent from India to join the British Army and fight against him. And nobody wanted to go, because they knew that if they would go, they would definitely die. But I participated in that war by my own wish, but I never died there. Moreover, in 1947, when the partition of India and Pakistan happened, there was a war in Kashmir, and I had to go and fight in that war also, because my death was not written in those wars. Although I was involved with bombs and all those things, I didn't die then. Because my death was not written in those wars, that's why I am sitting here in a peaceful condition. So it is not always necessary that people die only in the wars. Those who are supposed to die in peace, they die in peace, even sitting at their homes. This is true when we are doing any religious trip or trip for God. And if it happens that we die in that trip, then the worldly people are our critics. They don't let that opportunity go from their hands without criticizing. They say, Look at that man, because he was following a certain master, he was following that religion, that's why he died on that holy trip, and things like that. When I was in the army, once it happened that in Sangrut, we were getting training in how to use the guns. When we were using the rifles, we found that one of them was not working. So we put that gun aside, and we started using the other guns. At the end of the day, all the guns and all the bullets were counted. In the army, people were very strict in counting all the arms and ammunition. But nobody paid any attention to the round which was not fired in that gun, which had not been working well. Then they told us to stand in a line before the major would go to a higher officer and say that everything was fine before they would release us. We were three signalers, and we were all standing in a row. And one person was told to get that gun which had not been working well, and he was told to come and stand behind me. As soon as he came there with that gun, and he placed the gun on the ground, suddenly it fired without pushing the trigger or doing anything. When that bullet was shot from that gun, first of all it went between my legs, burning my underwear, because we were standing in the standard at-ease position. That bullet burned my underwear. Then it went through the armhole of another person who was standing in front of me. And finally, the bullet struck the person who was standing at the third place from me, and he died on the spot. You see that in the army, people are very strict in counting the guns and ammunition. But because negative power has determined the time and cause of death for every individual, that is why when that time approached, all the wisdom and planning just didn't work, because that death was supposed to happen. That's why there is no way that one can procrastinate or avoid their death, because it is all predetermined and it has to happen. 
When they counted all the bullets, they should have found that one bullet was unfired in that defective gun. And they should have taken that bullet out of the gun, but they didn't do that. When that man came and stood behind me, and that bullet shot out from the gun, I should have died first, because I was standing right in front of that gun, but I didn't die. And after I escaped, the second person who was standing in front of me, he should have died. But he also didn't die, because it was not written in his fate to die in that way. But the person who had never expected that bullet died on the spot. That is why, in whatever way you have to die, that is all written in your fate. And no matter how much you run from that situation, from the circumstances, still you will die in that way, because it is all predetermined. <clears throat> the place called Fazilkar is right on the border of India and Pakistan. During the war of 1971, there was a man there who thought, let me leave my family in the place called Jodhpur, which is 15,000 kilometers away from the border, and they will be protected. They will be safe there. He left his family in Jodhpur with somebody, and he went back to the border thinking that nothing would happen to them. It so happened in the will of God that the airplanes of Pakistan bombed the city of Jodhpur, and his family died there. Whereas, although he was sitting right on the border, where many bombs and other things were coming, but still he was not affected by it. So whoever has to die, in whatever circumstances, he will die there, no matter how many things he does to avoid death. It was not my turn to go to the war front during the war with Kashmir, but there was a man who requested me. He asked that I would go in his place. He had little children and he didn't want to go because he was afraid of death. I told him, okay, I'll, I'll be ready to go. Since the commanders were not doing that type of substitution, that dear one asked me to ask the commander. So I told my commander we had switched, and the commander said, no, you should not do that. But I told him, you see, I am not afraid of death, so why are you stopping me? You want one person, and I am ready to go in his place. I am not afraid of death, because even if you are afraid of death, you cannot avoid it. Death will come at its own time, and we don't know from what cause our death is coming. How can we go and stop it? So let me go and do a good thing for this man. So I went to the war, and I was not hurt even a little bit in that war. One time when our company was surrounded by the enemy, and I had the wireless radio set on my back, a bullet came and it passed just below the wireless set, but neither the wireless set nor my body was hurt. And I was not even afraid of what had happened and I continued doing my work. Whereas the person who had been afraid of death and who asked me to go to the war in his place, when he returned to his home, he got the disease of cholera, and after a few days, he died. <clears throat> so it has come in my understanding that it shows the weakness of our mind if we think of death in these terms, in this way.
instead of thinking of death, we should keep our mind in Simran, because Simran makes our mind strong. And if we are strong in our mind, if we have the strength of mind, then no matter what happens to us, or no matter in which way death comes to us, we will be very happy to face it. A few months ago, there was a plane crash. The plane was coming from Bombay to Delhi, and many people died in that crash. One dear disciple came to me here because he knew that I was going to Bombay by plane, so he advised me to take the train and not go on an airplane. Just a week after he told me that, we heard in the news that there was a train accident in which many people died. I said to him, you see, now this is in the news, that there was a train accident. What should I do? I told him that those who were supposed to die in the plane crash, only they were in that plane and they died. And those who were supposed to die in the train accident, only they were in that train and they died. Whoever has to die in whatever circumstances, he will die, no matter what he does. <clears throat> when we went on the first tour, people told Papu to tell me how to fasten the seat belt on the plane and how to sit straight and so on. Papu was telling me all those things because he thought that if I had not been on a, he thought that I had not been on a plane before and I would be afraid. When Papu was telling me all these things, he himself was afraid. So I told him, you don't need to worry about me because I have been on a plane many times and many times in the army. Using a parachute, I have jumped from planes also. I'll tell you one story of Rajasthan. There was a man who went to one of the Arabian countries. He had never seen a date tree before. So he climbed that date tree, and when he got to the top, he looked down at the ground and was very afraid because he was up so high. He felt a lot of fear, and he thought, if I fall down from here, I will die. So he requested to his master, saying, Oh, master, please save me from this, and if you will help me and get me down safely and easily, I will donate 100 bedsheets in your ashram. Doing the remembrance of the master, he started coming down. When he was halfway down, he looked down to the ground, and he felt that now the distance was less, and so he said, There is no need to donate 100 bedsheets. 50 will be enough. Master, please help me, and I will donate 50 bedsheets. And as he continued coming down, gradually he went on decreasing the number of bedsheets. He got to the ground safely, and so he went into the market to buy bedsheets. The last thought he had was, what is the use of donating 20 or 30 bedsheets? One is enough for the master, because there are plenty of bedsheets in the ashram. I have seen that. He got one bedsheet and went to his master and told him what had happened and how he had helped him, how the master had helped him. He told him, please take this one bedsheet which I have brought you. The master said, no, you should take this for your children. Take this for your home. The man said, no, master, you should take this because I started from 100 bedsheets and this is the one. This is the only thing I am giving to you. 
If you will not accept this, who knows what my mind will do? As that dear one got the opportunity to climb that date tree and remember his master, in the same way, since you people travel a lot in the plains and you get a lot of opportunities, whenever you look down from the windows and if you feel afraid, if you think that the plane is going to crash or you are going to die, instead of making such types of offerings, you should start doing Simran. Because Simran will give you so much strength that you will never be afraid of death. <clears throat> then a disciple says, Master, the time here with you is so precious and beautiful, but it seems so very short. And I was wondering, if there will ever come a time when we'll be able to be with you for longer than two weeks. <clears throat> and Sanchi says, the time which you are getting here, that has been allotted to you after taking many things into consideration. So you should take advantage of this. You should take advantage of this time. This is enough. And then someone else says, Master, I have a question about the world, and I hope I won't bore you too much, because I know the Satguru doesn't care too much about this world. Anyway, it is getting rather strange out there, and we get the feeling that we're in the darkest part of the darkest age, and there are forebodings and predictions around from every corner, from prophecies to biblical predictions, predictions, and also the astrologers. If one were to read all these things, one doesn't quite, wasn't, one doesn't know quite what to think, because some of them are contradictory. But even Millie and Nina have warned us that the time is short. People say the negative mind currents are going to become so strong that those who are not already aligned with the light will not be able to align themselves. Biblical predictions have predicted the rise of the Antichrist. It just sounds frightening. One person has said that we should settle up in the mountains with our own food and water and air supply for the next 20 or 30 years. On the other hand, there are those who say that prayer and an increase in the number of realized beings for soul. That is why the Masters come here. Most of the people don't appreciate their coming, and that is why they don't recognize them. You know that if they had recognized Christ, they would not have crucified him. In the same way, if people had recognized Guru Arjandev, they would not have made him sit on the hot coals. In the same way, Guru Nanak was not allowed to enter the village, and he was called by the name Misleader. In the same way, many other masters were given a very hard time. When the masters come here, they have only one mission, that of taking the suffering souls, of liberating the suffering souls from this world. They don't come to make this world a place of happiness. That is why they don't make any prophecies of all these things. It is just the doubt of people. And there is no medicine for doubt. 
not even, not even Lukman Hakim, who was a very excellent doctor, who could even put life into a dead body. He also didn't have a medicine for removing doubts. So this is just a doubt of people. And that is why you should do bhajan and simran and not pay any attention to this type of prophecy. And a disciple referring to a comment that had been made earlier says, Sanchi, my dear wife was just expressing how she felt 10 days was just too short a time. I was thinking today that many people say that you're more harsh or more strict than Master Kripal in this type of thing. But I'm understanding that these 10 days with you in this place is probably the greatest grace I've ever received. I'm understanding that these 10 days with you in this place is probably the greatest grace I've ever read about, heard about, or experienced in all of Santmat history. And Sanchi says, if I had known your language, maybe I would have been very strict with you. But since I don't know your language, I always tried to give you more love through the eyes because I have only my eyes to give the love. Truly speaking, when the Shabd has to deal with the soul, when God has to deal with the soul, no language is required there because love is the only language which is used there. And love is given and received only through the eyes. So since I don't know your language, I always try to give you the maximum benefit through my eyes. That is why you feel that I am not strict with you. But if I had known your language, you would have seen that I would be very strict with you. And the tape we're hearing is from this same group. This talk was given on February 1st, 1980, and this is part of the uh, Sukhmani series of talks that Sanchi gave. And last week, Sanchi began a very long story, and we heard him tell the entire story in Punjabi and then we stopped and the the story is about a king who had no children and someone told him these are the first two paragraphs of the story someone told him that if he would perform a yajna the Hindu ritual he might ha get a son so he performed a big yajna and invited many rishis and munis and other religious people but it so happened that a snake came and left its poison in the food which was cooked for all the people who were invited. And when they ate the food, they all died. The king was very sorry for them, and he became very sad. And he thought, I am the cause of the death of all these people. It is better for me now to give up this kingdom and go into the wilderness and do the devotion of God, so that I may become free from the sin of all these people's deaths. So he went into the forest. In that village, there used to live one widow. 
who was not respected by the other people in the village. So when that king came to that village and asked from the villagers that was there any place where he could go and spend night. So they told him that yes, there is one home here in which lives a widow and you can go and spend night there. The people thought that if this king, this, this man who was very young, if he will go and spend a night with the widow, they will get more excuses for criticizing the widow whom they were giving very hard time before that. So when king went there, king didn't know that she was a widow and she was not respected. And when that widow saw that someone was coming towards her home, she became very happy and moreover she was very surprised because up until then nobody had ever come to his home and nobody liked her. Everybody thought that she was a, she is a bad woman and nobody paid any attention to her. So when king came there and requested her to allow him to spend night there, she said that, yes, you are welcome, my brother. And she called him as her brother and he called her as a sister or mother. So he spent the night there and this gave one more excuse to people to criticize that widow and, and the king. They started saying that the widow is a very bad woman. Now that young man has come and they will enjoy and like that. They all started criticizing widow and the, and the king. Next morning, before king got up, he got the experience from the angel. He got the experience of God in which he met an angel of God. He told that angel of God told him that all the burden of sin which you are having of the sin of killing those people, those who came to attend your yajna. Now all that is removed from your head because the people, those who criticized you, now they are having that burden. And because all the people in this village have criticized you and this widow and they are carrying a lot of sin on their head and they should be punished, so they are going to be burnt alive. So you should leave this place as soon as possible and you should <coughs> take this widow with you. And as soon as you, you will leave this village, all the village will be burnt and everybody will die in this because this is the punishment which the critics have to get and God has decided to do this. So when King got up, she told, uh, he told that, that widow all about that, why he came there and what happened. He told her all the story about his performing the yajna and he came there and people playing a joke at him and then criticizing and all that. And he said that, if you believe in me, if you take me as your brother, let me tell you that now I am free from all the sin and the angel of God whom I am seeing and you are not seeing is telling me to leave this place with you because this village is going to be burnt and everybody will die in here. So we should leave this place. So as soon as they left, all the village started burning from one end and people went to that place to extinguish the fire but they realized that on the other side also there was a fire and when the fire surrounded the village they all were caught up in that and everybody was burnt alive. So that is why Guru Nanak Sahib says that those who are criticizing others they are the worst of the sinners and they always get the worst punishment from God. कानून सारे पे लागू है मताए दिल दे विच ख्याल होए के असी त सुखमी है जीदी मर्जी निंदा कर लिए एथे बल्कि जानकार आदमी नु वाकफकार नु ज्यादा सजा मिलती है जेड़ा बेचारा अनजान है उसको कम मिलती है सत्संगी जो है 
ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਹਮੇਸ਼ਾ ਇੱਕ ਸੰਗ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਸੰਤ ਬਾਣੀ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਸਮਝਾਇਆ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਬਈ ਕਿਸੇ ਦੀ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਨੀ ਜੀ ਸਭ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਮਾਲਕ ਬੈਠਾ ਹੈ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਆਪਣੇ ਮਨ ਦੀ ਕਰੋ ਤੇ ਲੋਇ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਆਪਣੇ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਕਰੋ ਦ ਲਾਅ ਅਪਲਾਈਜ਼ ਟੂ एवरीवन ਨੋਬਡੀ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਐਵਰ ਥਿੰਕ ਥੈਟ ਸਿੰਸ ਹੀ ਔਰ ਸ਼ੀ ਇਜ਼ ਸਤਸੰਗੀ ਥਿਸ ਲਾਅ ਡਜ਼ਨਟ ਅਪਲਾਈ ਟੂ ਹਿਮ ਔਰ ਡਜ਼ਨਟ ਅਪਲਾਈ ਟੂ ਹਰ ਨੋ ਦ ਲਾਅ ਇਜ਼ ਫॉर एवरीवन ਐਂਡ the one who know about the law if they commit any mistake if they commit any guilt they are liable to get more punishment than the one who doesn't have any knowledge about the knowledge that is why saints always say that when you come in the company of the saints and when in the company of the saints it is always said that you should not criticize anyone criticism is bad those who criticize if you want to criticize you should criticize only your mind and if you want to praise you should praise only your master if after knowing all these things and if after knowing the consequences of criticizing others the satsangis are criticizing others they are liable to get more punishment than the ordinary people guru nanak sahib kehnde hai gur peer hama ta pare je mardar na khaye guru peer usse de hama karda hai jo guru peeran de pehn mutabik apna jeevan taalda hai bhajan simran karda hai guru nanak sahib say that masters and prophets take the responsibility of only those souls who are obeying the instructions of the master maharaj saavan singh kehnde hunde nindya bhajan di jad kat dindi hai parmar di jad kat dindi hai kehnde hunde si jidi tusi nindya karde ha ohde paap tade khate jama honge aur jehde tade tada bhajan simran hai ohde khate de vich jama hoega jidi tusi nindya karde master saavan singh ji used to say that criticism cuts the root of the spirituality and it cuts the root of your meditation the person whom you are criticizing will get the benefit of the meditation which you are doing and all his sins will be transferred into your account is vaaste guru arjan dev ji kehnde hai sant di ninda karne wale di arja sardi hai sant da nindak kade bhi jam tak chut nahi sakda ga that is why your guru arjan dev ji mara say that the life of the critic of saint gets shortened and the one who is criticizing the saints can never become free from the clutches of the angel of death shant te dukhana sukh sab jaye shant te dukhana narak mein paaye shant kise nu badwa nahi dinde ge balki kudrat da usool hai ke santan di ninda ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਉਹ ਸਾਡੇ ਸੁੱਖ ਤੇ ਪੈ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਸੁੱਖ ਸਾਡੇ ਖਤਮ ਹੋਣੇ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਅਗੇ ਕਾਲ ਕੀ ਸਜ਼ਾ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਨਰਕ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਾ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸੇਂਸ ਨੇਵਰ ਕਰਸ ਐਵਰੀਵਨ ਬਟ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਲਾ ਆਫ ਨੇਚਰ ਥੈਟ ਇਫ ਐਨੀਵਨ ਇਜ਼ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਾਈਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਦ ਸੇਂਸ ਇਟ ਅਫੈਕਟਸ ਦੀ ਹੈਪੀਨੈਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਪਰਸਨ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਸੀਨ ਥੈਟ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਾਈਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਦ ਸੇਂਸ ਆਲ देयर ਹੈਪੀਨੈਸ ਗੋਸ ਅਵੇ ਐਂਡ ਆਫਟਰਵਰਡਸ ਨੈਗੇਟਿਵ ਪਾਵਰ ਆਲਸੋ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਸਪੇਅਰ देम ਨੈਗੇਟਿਵ ਪਾਵਰ ਆਲਸੋ ਪਨਿਸ਼ਸ देम ਸੰਤ ਕੈ ਦੁਖਨ ਮਤ ਹੋਏ ਮਲੀਨ ਸੰਤ ਕੈ ਦੁਖਨ ਸੋਭਾਤੇ ਹੀਨ ਸੰਤ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਾ ਕਰਨ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਬੁੱਧੀ ਹੈ ਮਤ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਮੇਰੀ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਬੁੱਧੀ ਮਲੀਨ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰੇਸ਼ਟ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਫਿਰ ਪੂਰ ਜਨੂਰ ਵੱਧਦਾ ਹੈ ਬਕਣ ਲੱਗ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਆਖਰ ਲੋਕ ਉਹਦਾ ਸਾਥ ਛੱਡ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹਦੀ ਸੋਭਾ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਹੈ 
by criticizing the saints, the intellect or the wisdom gets clouded and gets dirty and it goes bad and that person, the, the one who is criticizing the saint, the critic of saint, starts talking nonsense and later on his glory, his respect in the world goes away gradually and people start leaving him and he is left alone. Maharaj Sahamad Singh said that he is a ninja and he is a Master Sahamad Singh used to say that one who is criticizing, he is making the means for becoming a mean person. Sant ke hati ko rakhena koi Sant ke dukhana thaan tajt hoi Huna aapken deya sant de srathaya hoya Sandi ninja karnwale ni koi bhi ni rakhda ga Osnu paramatma aapde darte ni karna dinda ga Jitthe bhi ho jake khadda hai o thaan hi krisho now he said that those who are accursed of saints and those who are those who are doing the criticism of the saints and are accursed of God, accursed of saints, nobody keeps him with them and nobody welcomes them. And the place where he goes and the place where where he goes and touches, that place also becomes polluted. Shant Kirpal Kirpaji ਕਰਾਏ <laughs> He said that by criticizing the saint, one who becomes a corrupt and one who becomes a fool of the negative power, there is no way for his liberation, except one. If the saint whom he was criticizing showers grace on that critic, and if graciously that saint forgives him, only then he can get liberation and only then he can become free from the sin of criticizing the saints. Otherwise, there is no other way of his liberation. Shant ke dukhana te mukh pave Shant ke dukhana kaagidyun lagay Now, you can say that Shant de Dukhana-wale-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-mukh-pave-
and he always croaks like the crow does you see when the crow comes and crow comes and sit on the door and starts croaking nobody likes his voice and no matter if the cuckoo bird is sitting uh, at a far distance but still everybody likes to hear the voice of the cuckoo bird and nobody likes to hear the voice of the crow in the same way nobody likes to hear the voice of the critic and and if that critic finds some people in front of whom he criticizes later on they also tell him to go away nobody is ready to listen to him santan kai dukhana sarp jon paaye sant kai dukhana sirgat jon karmaaye hun aap kande पिछे कोई ना कोई मकसद होंगे but still he is never satiated his desires are never satisfied no matter how much he gets in the same way whenever in the same way the critic of saint whenever he talks always he is deceiving people because whenever he is criticizing the saints he has one or the other self in it and he is always deceiving the people and that is why he criticizes the saints संत कै दुखन तेज सब जाए संत कै दुखन नीच नीचाए ਹੁਣ ਆਪ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਲੇ ਦਾ ਜੋ ਵੀ ਤੇਜ ਪੁੰਨ ਫਲ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਭ ਖਤਮ ਹੋਣੇ ਸ਼ੁਰੂ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਆਪ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਕਿ ਉਹਦੇ ਜਿੰਨੇ ਵੀ ਪੁੰਨ ਫਲ ਆ ਉਹ ਖਤਮ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ जो कुछ जादम जेड़े सन ओना दी कुल दे विच कृष्ण भगवान पैदा होया जदो करे आए ओना ने क्या तो श्राप हो गया जदो ओना ने 
ਉਸ ਦੇ ਪੇਟ ਤੋਂ ਕਪੜਾ ਖੋਲਿਆ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਤੇ ਲੋਹੇ ਦੀ ਬਾਟੀ ਸੀ ਜਦੋਂ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਦੇ ਪਾਸ ਆਏ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਾ ਦੇਖ ਬਈ ਸ਼ਰਾਬ ਦਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਉਹ ਪੂਰਾ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਇਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕਰੋ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਰੇਤ ਕੇ ਦਰਿਆ ਤੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਰੇਤ ਦਿਓ ਜਦੋਂ ਰੇਤੀ ਤੋਂ ਉਸ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਬੜੀ ਤਕੜੀ ਦਬ ਉਗੀ ਔਰ ਜਦੋਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਕੋਈ ਲੜਕਾ ਬਾਲਾ ਪੈਦਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਸੀ ਸ਼ਰਾਬ ਪੀਤੀ ਸ਼ਰਾਬ ਪੀ ਕੇ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਮਨਾਉਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਉਸ ਦਰਿਆ ਦੇ ਕਿਨਾਰੇ ਤੇ ਗਏ ਔਰ ਉਹ ਦਬ ਪੁੱਟ ਪੁੱਟ ਕੇ ਆਪਸਰੀ ਮੇ ਲੜਕੇ ਮਰ ਗਏ ਔਰ ਦਬ ਨੇ ਤਲਵਾਰਾਂ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਕੀਤਾ ਹਾਲਾਂਕਿ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਉਸ ਜਾਦਮਾ ਦੀ ਕੋਲ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਸਨ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜੋ ਉਸ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਸ਼ਰਾਬ ਉਹ ਟਲਿਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਸ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਨ ਦਾ ਇਹ ਫਲ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਕਿ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਕੋਲ ਦਾ ਸਾਰੀ ਦਾ ਨਾਸ ਹੋਇਆ ਇਨ ਦੀ ਕਾਪਰ ਏਜ ਸਮ ਯਾਦਵਾਸ ਲਾਰਡ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨਾ ਵਾਸ ਬੋਰਨ ਇਨ ਲਾਰਡ ਕ੍ਰਿਸ਼ਨਾ ਵਾਸ ਬੋਰਨ ਐਸ ਯਾਦਵ ਐਂਡ ਸਮ ਯਾਦਵਾਸ ਟੁਕ ਵਨ ਯੰਗ ਬੋਏ ਹੂਸ ਨੇਮ ਵਾਸ ਸੰਭਾ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਟਾਈਡ ਸਮ ਕਲੋਥਸ ਐਂਡ ਸਮ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਔਨ ਹਿਸ ਸਟਮਕ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਕੇਮ ਟੂ ਵਨ ਸੇਂਟ ਹੂਸ ਨੇਮ ਵਾਸ ਦਰਵਾਸਾ ਮਨੀ ਟੂ ਪਲੇ ਅ ਜੋਕ ਵਿਥ ਹਿਮ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਆਸਕਡ ਹਿਮ ਥੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਦਾ ਪਰਫੈਕਟ ਸੇਂਟ ਟੈਲ ਅਸ ਥੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਥਿਸ ਥਿਸ ਗਰਲ ਵਿਲ ਹੈਵ they dressed up that boy as a girl and pretended as if she was pregnant so they came and asked him that if your perfect master tell us that what she will have a boy or a girl durvasa <coughs> muni knew everything and he said that this person or she will give birth or that thing will come out from her stomach which will finish your lineage which will finish your community your your family so when they came back home they opened all the clothes and they found that there was one 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 bowl there or one cup there and then they realized that it was a curse by that saint so they came to lord krishna and asked him that what to do so lord krishna replied that well whatever curse he has given that will definitely come true but you should go and um, bury this on the bank of some river so they took it and buried it on the bank of river but from that some wild bushes came out and once it so happened that there was some celebration in that community and they all came drinking wine they all came on the bank of that river where that wild bush was and after enjoying and dancing for a little while they started fighting with each other and they used that wild bush as a sword and they started fighting with each other and later on it was found that nobody was left alive there and everybody was killed and the curse of that saint or the words which that saint had spoken that came true so this this is what happens to the critics of the saint whatever bad deeds the critic of saint is doing and if the saint is cursing them that always comes true assam halla panwa janam Our closing bhajan is a bhajan of Guru Arjan Dev's Jisake Sri Upatu Swami on page 160. One who has you over his head, O Lord, how can he suffer any pain? Being intoxicated with maya, he doesn't know how to speak and he doesn't remember death. 
O my Ramrai, you are of the saints, and the saints are yours. Your servant has no fear. Not even the angel of death can come near. Those who are dyed in your color, O Swami, their pain of birth and death has fled. No one can erase your blessing, O Lord. The Satguru has given this consolation. Those who meditate on Nam receive the fruit of happiness, and they remember you day and night. By coming in your shelter and your support, they control the five evils. I don't know any knowledge, contemplation, or deeds, and I don't know your greatness. Nanak says, Satguru is greatest of all. He has saved my honor. One who has you over his head, O Lord, how can he suffer any pain? Abhajan on page 160. Jisake sire uparatu swami Jisake sire uparatu swami So dukha ke sapave So dukha ke sapave Jisake sire uparatu swami Jisake sire uparatu swami so do kake sapave, so do kake sapave, bola na jane maya madamata, bola na jane maya madamata, mara na chitana ave, mara na chitana ave. Jisake siru paratu swami Jisake siru paratu swami So dukha ke sapave So dukha ke sapave Mere ram rai Tu santa ka santa tere Mere ram rai Tu santa ka santa tere, tere sevaka ko bokichan nahi, tere sevaka ko bokichan nahi, jama nahi avenere, jama nahi avenere, jisake siru paratu swami, Jisake siru paratu swami, so dukha ke sapave, so dukha ke sapave. Jotere range rate swami, jotere range rate swami, tenaka. Janama marana dukanasa, janama marana dukanasa, teri bakshana mete koi, teri bakshana mete koi, satkuru ka dilasa, satkuru ka dilasa. 
जिसके सिर उपार तो स्वामी जिसके सिर उपार तो स्वामी सो दुख के सपावे सो दुख के सपावे नाम दियान सुख फल पायन नाम दियान सुख फल पायन आत्पहार राधे आत्पहार राधे तेरी शरण तेरे बारवासे तेरी शरण तेरे बारवासे पांच दुष्ट ले साधे पांच दुष्ट ले साधे जिसके सिर उपार तू स्वामी जिसके सिर उपार तू स्वामी सो दुख के सपावे सो दुख के सपावे ज्ञान ध्यान के चकार मन जाना ज्ञान ध्यान के चकार मन जाना सारन जाना तेरी सारन जाना तेरी सब ते वादा सतगुरु नानक सब ते वादा सतगुरु नानक जिनका लरा की मेरी जिनका लरा की मेरी जिसके सिर उपार तू स्वामी जिसके सिर उपार तू स्वामी सो दुख के सपावे सो दुख के सपावे One who has you over his head, O Lord, how can he suffer any pain? May God continue to bless us all.